Welcome to the Story Room. Reimagined children's classic literature. The Story Room presents Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Milne. Read to you by me, Wesley John Wood. Chapter 1, in which we are introduced to Winnie the Pooh and some bees, and the stories begin. Here is Edward Bear, coming downstairs now, bump, bump, bump on the back of his head, behind Christopher Robin. It is, as far as he knows, the only way of coming downstairs. But sometimes, he feels that there really is another way. If only he could stop bumping for a moment and think of it. And then, he feels that perhaps there isn't. <laughs> Anyhow, here he is at the bottom, and ready to be introduced to you. Winnie the Pooh. When I first heard his name, I said, just as you are going to say. But I thought he was a boy. So did I, said Christopher Robin. Then you can't call him Winnie. I, I don't. But you said. He's Winnie Therpoo. Don't you know what Thur means? Ah... Yes, now I do, I said quickly. I hope you do too, because it is all the explanation you are going to get. Sometimes, Winnie the Pooh likes a game of some sort when he comes downstairs. And sometimes, he likes to sit quietly in front of the fire and listen to a story. This evening. What about a story? said Christopher Robin. What about a story? I said. Could you very sweetly tell Winnie the Pooh one? I suppose I could, I said. What sort of stories does he like? About himself, because he's that sort of bear. Oh, I see. So, could you very sweetly... I'll try, I said. So... I tried. Once upon a time, a very long time ago now, about last Friday, Winnie the Pooh lived in a forest all by himself, under the name of Sanders. What does under the name mean? asked Christopher Robin. It means he had the name over the door, in gold letters, and lived under it. Winnie the Pooh wasn't quite sure said Christopher Robin. Now I am, said a growly voice. Then I will go on, said I. One day, when he was out walking, he came to an open place in the middle of the forest, and in the middle of this place 
was a large oak tree, and from the top of the tree there came a loud buzzing noise. Winnie the Pooh sat down at the foot of the tree, put his head between his paws, and began to think. First of all, he said to himself, That buzzing noise means something. You don't get a buzzing noise like that. Just buzzing, buzzing, without its meaning something. If there's a buzzing noise, somebody's making a buzzing noise. And the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know of is because you're a bee. Then he thought another long time and said, And the only reason for being a bee that I know of is making honey. And then he got up and said, And the only reason for making honey is so as I can eat it. So he began to climb the tree. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed. And as he climbed, he sang a little song to himself. It went like this. Isn't it funny how a bear likes honey? Buzz, buzz, buzz. I wonder why he does. Then he climbed a little further and a little further. And then just a little further. By that time, he had thought of another song. It's a very funny thought that if bears were bees, they'd build their nests at the bottom of trees. And that being so, if the bees were bears, We shall have to climb up all these stairs. He was getting rather tired by this time. So that is why he sang a complaining song. He was nearly there now. And if he just stood on that branch. Crack. Oh, help. Said Pooh. As he dropped ten feet on the branch below him. If only I hadn't, he said, as he bounced 20 feet on the next branch. You see, what I meant to do, he explained, as he turned head over heels and crashed onto the other branch 30 feet below. What I meant to do? Of course, it was rather, he admitted, as he slithered very quickly through the next six branches. It all comes, I suppose, he decided, as he said goodbye to the last branch, spun around three times, and flew gracefully into a gorse bush. It all comes of liking honey so much. Oh, help! He crawled out of the gorse bush, 
brushed the prickles from his nose and began to think again. And the first person he thought of was Christopher Robin. Was that me? said Christopher Robin in an awed voice, hardly daring to believe it. That was you. Christopher Robin said nothing, but his eyes got larger and larger and his face got pinker and pinker. So, Winnie the Pooh went round to his friend Christopher Robin, who lived behind a green door in another part of the forest. Good morning, Christopher Robin, he said. Good morning, Winnie the Pooh, said you. I wonder if you've got such a thing as a balloon about you. A balloon? Yes, I just said to myself coming along, I wonder if Christopher Robin has such a thing as a balloon about him. I just said it to myself, thinking of balloons and wondering. What do you want a balloon for? You said. Winnie the Pooh looked round to see that nobody was listening put his paw to his mouth, and said in a deep whisper, Honey! But you don't get honey with balloons. I do, said Pooh. Well, it just happened that you had been to a party the day before, at the house of your friend Piglet, and you had balloons at that party. You had big green balloon and one of rabbit's relations had a big blue one and had left it behind being really too young to go to a party at all and so you had brought the green one and the blue one home with you which one would you like you asked Pooh he put his head between his paws and thought carefully it's like this, he said. When you go after honey with a balloon, the great thing is not to let the bees know you're coming. Now, if you have a green balloon, they might think you were only part of a tree and not notice you. And if you have a blue balloon... They might think you were only part of the sky and not notice you. And the question is, which is most likely? Wouldn't they notice you underneath the balloon? You asked. They might, or they might not, said Winnie the Pooh. You never can tell with bees. He thought for a moment and said, I shall try to look like a small black cloud. That will deceive them. Then you had better have the blue balloon, you said. And so it was decided. Well, you both went out with the blue balloon. And you took your gun with you, just in case, as you always did, 
and Winnie the Pooh went to a very muddy place that he knew of and rolled and rolled until he was black all over. And then, with the balloon, was blown up as big as big. And you and Pooh were both holding on to the string. You let go suddenly, and Pooh Bear floated gracefully up into the sky and stayed there, level with the top of the tree and about 20 feet away from it. Hooray! You shouted. Isn't that fine? Shouted Winnie the Pooh down to you. What do I look like? You look like a bear holding on to a balloon, you said. Not, said Pooh anxiously, not like a small black cloud in a blue sky. Not very much, 